Hashtag WrestlePals, your weekly dose of dot, 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 stupid. I'm your hashtag WrestlePal, Justin, and a little something special today. And when I say special, I mean me, baby, me. I'm special. I'm so super duper special because I don't know if you guys know this. Hashtag live loves Justin. It's true. Confident Justin is real in because confidence is a way of life. And being confident is how I want to be from Rob Van Dam. Thumb points now on. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I, I, I can see him, but nobody else can, but that's yeah, okay. It's not a video pod anymore, so uh, we're doing it something a little different. It'll, it'll eventually be again. Uh, we're doing something a little different today. Like for the last year, it's basically been me mumbling my thoughts into a microphone. Um, so this is a morphed version of an idea I've been sitting on for years. And uh, joining us today, you know him as Jay Steele. I know him as the lovely and talented Joe Leone. <laughs> Joe, how are you, brother? Some people, some people might know me as the executioner too. Who knows? <gasps> that was you. Ah, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. I, I had to quit anyway, so it doesn't matter. It's true. Point. It's unfortunately there, there's no there, there won't be any return for me. So unfortunately, that, but I'm good, man. That, I'm I'm good. I'm ready to do this thing. I'm rocking and rolling. Uh, and the the man who put this uh, back in motion, why we're doing it right now, Randy. I'm apparently debuting on all of your podcasts this week. <laughs> I've obviously done deprogrammed, but I am now within the Justin, oh hi Justin universe. That's true. Extension. It's, it's like when when Thor goes to meet the Guardians of the Galaxy or something like that. Like, <laughs> <Andy>! <laughs> No, nah, man, you've, you've done them all now. Good for you. Yeah, <laughs> the extended hey, universe. Hey. So, uh, but you, you've done my podcast, so it's a favor returned. It's true. I did. I did. I did come in and host a programmed on uh, live on four legs. Um. So you're he's a Grand Slam Grand Slam pod, Potter podcast. I don't. Yeah, Grand Slam champ. Yeah. For you. Well, so are on you the, on the Ohio universe. So are you? Is, is a triple? Oh yeah, I guess the Grand Slam. Well. Well, Does he have a fourth show? Well, oh hi. Well, yeah, oh hi. Nobody okay, can be on that either. one. Well, that so was just me. Friends may have. That's what I meant. Friends ah, may have. That's yes. like that's like my U.S. title or intercontinental title because I've been on the other yeah. brand the whole entire time. Yeah. There you go. There you, you go. Can't, you yeah. can't get to it. I'd rather have the intercontinental. So <laughs> true that. Well, yeah. I guess technically I'm a triple threat champ then too. Yeah. Or triple crown. Programmed. I multiple times. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, sir. I never know who I'm listening to. Now I got <laughs> now you got a name to a face. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the idea has been to whenever uh, deprogram started kind of taking off, I wanted to morph it into wrestle pals using wrestlers, and the the reason it hasn't happened yet is because your boy was hooked on the idea of it being a video pod, and you know what? Sometimes I've never gotten anywhere by like, hey, wait until I do this. It's always got to be a just do the damn thing thing so randy came to me a couple weeks ago and said hey i'm gonna go on this pod and talk uh the rumble with these guys i always do every year uh could we do deprogrammed on that with the rumble and he's like he was asking for my blessing which uh very kind of you sir um i try but then i was like you know i've been wanting to do something like that anyway adding the uh the specific match adding the event that's a really cool twist i like that 
And then I guess I reached out to you about it, and you were like, yeah, they're not doing it. You want to just do it on WrestlePal. So here we are. Here we are. <laughs> so the the idea is, uh, and unfortunately we have a, we have a tight out today. Uh, we need to be out by nine. So uh, we're doing deprogrammed. Nine-ish. Nine-ish. We're doing um, Royal Rumble deprogrammed. So we have each plucked... What did you say, Randy? There's 39 now, including the three women's? 36. 36. 36. Okay. So there will be 38 after Sunday. Uh, there's 36 Royal Rumble matches that we are we each got to pluck out 10, and we're going to try to... Counting, uh, not counting greatest, by the way. Right, yeah. I no. didn't count greatest. Me neither. And I wouldn't. Oh, man! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't count that catastrophe. With all of those... No. Guys that were in it, all no. five hundred of them. Yeah, no, no I, did, I didn't. I didn't. One count sumo that wrestler that no one knew that because the the prince of uh, the Saudi prince thought that Yokozuna was still alive. Yeah, yeah. geez, God. <laughs> but we've we've plucked out ten, and we're going to try to uh, come up with a top five Royal Rumble match list for you in case you've never watched the Royal Rumble, or you know, you always these things always spark conversations. So if you disagree. Feel free to disagree. Hashtag WrestlePals is where you do it. Or you, t- you you dump stuff over. That's all always good, too. <laughs> just just dump stuff <laughs> over. Yeah, I thought that was a sound effect. <laughs> I don't have any. Your you boy's way behind the times. I had some, and uh, now I don't anymore. Um, it's actually, it's my drop button. I, I did it. Oh, yeah. I, I, I wish I, I would have known. Uh, yeah. I'm going to start here at my number 10. And if you would have asked me at the beginning, I, th- I kept throwing this one out. I kept throwing it away. No way this one gets in. Um, and then I realized, wait a minute, let me watch it and see if it was good. I remember it being good. I just hated the winner. And th- that happens a lot. A good rumble gets spoiled by somebody that you don't want to win. Um, especially that year. I almost quit watching wrestling. We were still doing your wrestling show at the time. Uh, I'm going 2014. Uh, okay. So yeah, that was considered by me and for, for reasons, because I, 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 my list was to talk about the most important ones and the ones that need to be kind of analyzed and studied and, and broken down. Um, and yeah, I didn't pick that one, but, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. I didn't pick that one either. Okay, so it's in the trash. It doesn't matter. Well, let me let me talk about this because I think it's way more important than anybody gives credit for. We like to shit on it because Debray should have been in it and should have won. Mm-hmm. And Batista won. So garbage. But here's some of the notes. Garbage. Here's some of the notes I took. Number first things first, it's Punk's last match in WWE. That's probably last one ever. Probably. Like that's big. Number one, he comes in at number one against Rollins. The first four into that rumble, Punk, Rollins, Cody Rhodes, Damian Sandow. Wow. Good top four. Right. Uh, Rusev, yeah. Rusev debuted in that rumble. The first mm-hmm. seven are those four, plus Kane, plus Rusev, plus Jag Swagger. Again. And then Kofi. And then Kofi. And his spot is where he gets caught by Rusev on the outside. Rusev does the knees and he gets put on the barricade and then he hops back to the ring. That's a that's big... the best one. Mm-hmm. That's that's my favorite of the bunch. So 
I, I think the Naomi one was really good too. Agreed. I can't remember which one, if it was last year or the year before, but the one where she had to walk all the way on the barricade and then hop mm-hmm. onto the, the, the steel steps. Yeah. I think it was last year. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. I think, I think it is. Yeah. So Fantastic. a couple more notes here since, since it's going to the trash, huge appearance from Roman Reigns. Uh, El Torito is in it. <laughs> Batista doesn't show up until number 28 you got Rey Mysterio booed <laughs> at number yeah. 30. Yeah. Wow. What if they should feud Daniel Bryan and Rey Mysterio should feud off based off of that. I'd, I'd buy it. Why not? That means you got to turn Mysterio heel, but yeah, which why I mean, not? Why not? Like right now you could do that and there's, there's no one there. Like you can drive the, yeah, the baby work. faces and heels. It Call back. Like, listen, man, you stole my spot in 2014. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> why not? You know, I'm in. Uh, the final four here, and again, I, I hate to keep going on and on about a, one that's not getting in, but uh, I think these are important points. Uh, Batista, Reigns, Sheamus, and Punk are the final four. Uh, final two being Batista and Reigns. If they give us Reigns right there, I think it doesn't take as long for people to buy Reigns. Like, especially... I fully agree with that. And think think about what the WrestleMania match was for the Shield. It was the Shield versus the New Age the New Age Outlaws. Yeah. Yeah. See? It lasted five minutes max, maybe. And yeah. that was really, that was basically the end of the shield. They they did a goodbye match against Evolution, and uh, then, then Rollins, they broke with yep. Rollins with the steel chair. Yeah, yep. so, so. I, I think this was a, a way more important rumble than it gets credit for it. Plus, it was a good rumble until Batista wins. Like, it was good. Like, I really enjoyed watching it. So, 2014. Well, to, to, your, to your point, I know we're still talking about a trash rumble here. Well, in the, in the trash, but. I feel like even if they did pull the trigger on Roman, then he still probably would have gotten the same amount of heat because I, I I just feel like Shield was so it, it's, over at yeah that point. it's it's just Roman though I feel like I feel like people still would have been like man should have been Rollins <laughs> people yeah. wanted Ambrose at that time I think no there there you go Ambrose yeah, yeah Ambrose that's what I meant. was the yeah. one yeah but they would have they would have bought Reigns right then and there and it it may not have been such 100%. an uphill uphill yeah. battle. All right, so 2014 is in the trash. Randy? Well, I might as well share mine because it's the very next year. Oh. 2015 is important for so many reasons because it started out so strong. Bubba Ray Dudley, the pop in Philadelphia for Bubba. Holy crap. I, I watched that on a delay. I had to work, and I worked until about midnight, so I came home. I had nothing. I had no idea what happened, so I watched and Bubba came out. I'm like, this is amazing. ECW, ECW, ECW. And awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, DDP made an appearance. That was really cool. Oh, yeah. Daniel Bryan comes out number 10. Daniel Bryan lasts, what, till the entrant number 15, 16, and just gets just a little nudge off the apron from, right. from Bray Wyatt. And he's gone. And mm-hmm. the crowd shits on the rest of the match. And I love the wrestlers that they shit on. I think one of them was B- either Biggie or Kofi. I can't remember who it was, but all you hear is like, and this is before it's a new day. Yes, it is. Uh, this is just when it was the gospel choir yeah. and hearing that and hearing the crowd just go, <laughs> like they know that they're not cheering anybody. Like anyone can go through the, uh, through that, uh, that entrance and they're going to shit all over yeah. it in Unless retros- it's- retrospect it's fucking hilarious and then reigns comes out 
and you know it's just it's just the ending is the shittiest booking imaginable because not only that you have big show and kane in the ring with them it with 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 reigns to end Mm -hmm. him and you're just like okay this is fucking not believable at all and then they pull rusev and what they think is the now the oldest trick in the book uh which is basically done every single rumble since santino did it oh rusev is now back in the ring yeah but rusev ain't winning this shit we we know this has never happened in the history of battle royals royal rumble and the rock (laughs) and you have to be feeling the rock got booed the rock got booed. (laughs) yeah the The rock got booed booed. yeah the rock got unreal it's philadelphia so i mean they they boo pretty much anybody but Roman Reigns was so so not over that he got the Rock boot, and you can see, you can see the Rock's face. He's just like, I. Is this happening? He's like, I can't fuck. I'm here for this shit. Like, the fuck am I gonna do? Yeah, he's right. like, I'm Dwayne Johnson. Uh, what's going on here? Uh, yeah, guys, I did the elbow. I did the rock bottom. Nothing. No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> so does anybody have 2015? I don't. I don't. Nope. I could not. Okay. Could not even do it. It deserves to be in the trash, but it like like I said important rumbles i think that supersedes the idea of like best rumbles or and they're going to be ones where we will talk about important winners or important storylines that happen so uh this is kind of on the infamous i think most of the the infamous ones are are kind of got the the two most infamous are gone now so yeah and see and that one was also short i remember like them blasting through it thinking maybe if we go short maybe roman gets over nope Didn't yeah definitely all mid carters too like th- there was nobody that you can conceivably think could eliminate roman and that yeah. was the problem with that after debra after really deep, yeah when debra got eliminated you're like well roman's winning yep maybe bray wyatt but bray what you knew bray yeah. wyatt was gonna have something to do with either undertaker or cena or somebody Yep. All right. So, so far, zero for two, Joe. Can you pull us out of the trash? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. We're gonna try. But so I know in the chat I said that anything before '98 was trash, mm-hmm. and I was really just talking shit. Uh, so I, I'm gonna pull this one out because this is a historic, historic uh, Royal Rumble uh, because the W, the championship was on the line. And it's 1992, Ric Flair winning the WWF championship. Yeah, I got it's it. It's not fair to Flair. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 you have to. Right. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's classic. It's, uh, you know, like I said, I was talking shit in the chat. Like, ah, anything before 98 is trash. And like, you know, you can kind of really that rumble too was just like the one you just mentioned in a way because it was just all mid-card guys in 1990. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's Ric Flair in there. You had Macho coming out. Um, but for the most part, it was just mid-card guys fucking Ooh. repo man. I was pulling for repo man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they had, but, they had guys like Hogan and, and well, yeah, you had, but Hogan didn't come out till later though, too. Yeah. I yeah. forget what, I forget what number. And then I mean, I guess, I guess you had Sid, you had, you had Sid too, but you know, like, so well, there was that's, that right there. That's <laughs> enough to <laughs> <laughs> more so like you, you had options. It was like, okay, well obviously repo man's not going to win, but. You know, either Hogan, Flair, Savage, or Sid is going to win. Taker was in it. Yeah. So Sergeant Slaughter, um, maybe. Yeah. Do you want my notes? Here's my my notes on 92 because it was unanimous decision. So it's in. Uh, First of all, it happened at the Knickerbocker Arena in Albany, New York. Mm. 
And I was 40 minutes away from there, and I wanted to go so freaking bad. And mm. I, I, co- I couldn't get there. Uh, so my first note is Albany! Exclamations. British Bulldog and uh, Ted DiBiase are one and two. Uh, Rick Flair was in at three. Uh, I have dot, 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 El Matador. Because, <laughs> yep. of course, uh, Tex- Texas Tornado squares off with Ric Flair at one point. D- God, talk about a guy like Texas. We never talk about it should have happened for Kerry Von Erich. It should have. He had everything. He, at he least was one of them. Yeah. And it just it it never materialized too drunk. Uh, Repo Man. <laughs> I also made a note of Big Boss Man comes in House of Fire. Like it, it, it was never going to happen for Boss Man, especially in uh, early mid '90s. Boss Man, like the blue garb, like it was never going to happen for him. He was never going to be a main event Still guy. Had a Confederate flag on his on his sleeve. Mm. Yeah, which is go Georgia. But um, <laughs> uh, that sorry, John, if you're listening. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like it's changed. <laughs> uh, Flair Piper and Jake the Snake Roberts in the ring at one time. Um, and then the berserker exclamation point. <laughs> huss, 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 huss. Good for huss. him. Number 30 was the warlord. God. Oh, yeah. Oh, rumble, yeah. rumble legend, the warlord. Yeah. And then the final four. Before Santino came around, he was the guy. Yep. Uh, final four was, is your, uh, WrestleMania, uh, eight main event, Flair, Hogan, Justice, and Savage. So they set up Hogan and Justice there in the most missed opportunity in the his, WWF history, probably. You don't go Flair Hogan. You go Flair Savage, which was a great match. Flair, yeah. And then you go Hogan and Sid Justice as a co-main. Yeah, definitely. And okay. all Hogan does is just... Hogan flops out of the ring, essentially, like, what, what, what happened? Yeah. And just, pull, and just pulls... You were supposed to have my back, brother! <laughs> and just pulls Sid out. It was... Really dumb way to end, I think, but um, but still important. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, still important because the first time the well, now they've done it what three, four more times the WWF Championship on the line. I think yeah. right? just twice. I think I think it was just it twice one in 2016. Yeah. yeah. All right, so 92. Oh, you're right. You're right. 92 is in. All right, I'm gonna go. Hey, we got one. Yeah, we got All one. Right. Only four I more to feeling. go. I yeah. had a good feeling on that. So I'm gonna kind of stay on that same high train. Because this one feels pretty important too. Uh, I'm going 2006. Ray Mysterio winning. Yep. Right. <laughs> uh, here's my notes Triple H and Ray Mysterio. Uh, I forgot all about a maskless psychosis. <laughs> Jonathan Coachman was in that match. Uh, Bobby Lashley. Coach was in a couple. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was in the one before that too. Uh, Lashley comes in like a house of fire, like he he wrecks shop. Freaking Tatanka was in this one. What? <laughs> of course he was. The Rumble Pool that year, I had Tatanka's number. And boom, boom, just, boom. Little hip. Out of the room. Little hip toss. Like, Samoan right, well, drop. <laughs> I'm not winning this one. Yeah, right. Tomahawk off the top. Boom, boom, boom. Six figures. <laughs> Chug, uh, Chug. I didn't pick this, by the way. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I, I did. I actually. I really don't like this rumble and I, I, and it was like, maybe it was probably number 12, number, number 11, somewhere in there, but I, it's just not a good watch. Looking back. I don't like, I don't like the, the, the area setup. I don't like their whole Roman Coliseum thing that they were doing. It was, it was just not a good aesthetic. 
um the 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 participants in the match and the way they utilize some of the participants like booker t came out and then got thrown apparently it was a big return i can't really remember but he got thrown out basically in two seconds like yeah he did he did a couple sidekicks a couple chops and then uh i forget who threw him out but yeah he went out real quick i think it was benoit or orton i i can't remember one Uh, of the two yeah but like i i feel like and and there were some people that had some good runs in that rumble carlito did i no cm punk was the year after carlito was like the guy in that one where it's like okay he he's gonna last a long time he's gonna last like 25 minutes and he's gonna have some impressive moments and he was fine. Like that was 2006 was kind of the year that people were saying, Oh, it's now or never for Carlito. And it was, and it was never, never. <laughs> it was I, I never. Ray Mysterio hit in the corner for most of the match. And that really bugged me. I, I get it, but he didn't he was... have to do that. And it just, it kind of, you know, you had a feeling when he came out with the low rider that he, he was just going to win. And you knew it's a special moment. I'm not taking anything away from that, but it was too obvious for me to enjoy, be able to enjoy that match. I like that you're able to disconnect like that because to me, it is all about that moment. Like uh, Ray with the with the tribute to Eddie, I, and it's hard to I disconnect love Eddie from that. Too. It is really hard for me to yeah. disconnect from that. But Joe had it, so it's in the combo. Uh, I I did have it because I. Uh, yeah, I just, I love the underdog. So Ray, Ray, Ray winning was, a uh, yeah, I had to pick it. All right. Randy. I'm going to go nineties. I don't have too many nineties ones. Um, 1998. Oh man. Anybody got 98? I do have 1998. Hey. And stone cold, stone cold, like stone cold, stone cold. Exactly. He, everybody look this is one of the cases where of course you're going to make stone cold the winner of the rumble he's the hottest guy in the company he mm-hmm. has been basically for the last year uh since since the bret hart match at, at wrestlemania 13 and he's turning the company inside out he's making the money with austin 316 shirts and merchandise all over the place so the build for it was great though because basically vince is trying to get anybody that he can to take out austin and there's this one number in the middle i think it's like number 19 number 20 and nobody comes out and they're like oh this was austin spot this was austin spot and you're thinking for a second oh shit like (laughs) is austin really not going to be in this rumble and then maybe four or five spots later glass shatters austin comes out cleans house unbelievable like of course you know it's going to lead to a big wrestlemania match with with Shawn michaels that almost didn't happen but the other things from that match three faces of foley oh yeah starting out the match with uh, chainsaw charlie and doing the whole uh i hit you with a steel chair then you hit me with a steel chair like i I, entertaining i don't know how those two aren't aren't brain dead to be honest with you oh i know two psycho mfers i tell you what and then the other thing that you got to remember, The Rock came out number four, and he was in the final two. And everybody from the Nation of Domination was in that match. So basically, what felt like every other number, the, the buzzer would ring, and you go, we are the Nation of Domination, Mark Henry, or, or comma, I guess, comma, not the, not the Godfather, D-Lo, somebody <laughs> like that would, would stroll out and 
great great match with great characters in it too like goldust was a weird he was he had blue hair at the time he oh was yeah doing the his artist. artist formerly yeah. known as shtick um the godwins were in it oh, uh kurgan when he was part of the truth commission there was a nice little storyline going on with owen hart and triple h in that uh really i, I no that wasn't owen's last rumble he, he was in 98 99 too but i just fun fun entertaining royal rumble from start to finish i picked uh this one instead of uh the previous year because this is the one where i well obviously it was a the true start of uh, the Austin era, obviously going to 14, finally winning the championship. And now we're in the Austin era, but um, and also for all the reasons that you just named too, is overall good rumble. A lot, a lot of characters. That's your epitome of attitude era rumble too. Cause you have all those characters and uh, seemed like everybody coming out had some type of story, either coming into the rumble with somebody or, heading out of the rumble, they, there was a story being planted. The MVP for this rumble is Jim Ross because he had a quip for every single person that walked down that yep. aisle. I I remember specifically, and I think this is hilarious, uh, Tom Brandy came out. He's like, there's Tom Brandy, big Italian. He uh, had some problems lately with, gets thrown over the top rope by James. <laughs> uh, goodbye, there he goes. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember exactly what he said about Henry Godwin, but it's like, this is what happens when, when cousins fornicate or something like that. Uh, He said about Vader, he was like that stinky grizzly bear. (laughs) Just the commentary on it was just at the top of its game. I give Lawler and and JR 98. Like that is the best team that I can think of for the, for it. Well, especially, especially, uh, especially when, cause those were, those were a couple of rumbles where you had a lot of guys in there at once. There wasn't really a lot of coming in, cleaning house. So right. like to be on top of your shit is uh, yeah. Very commendable. I, those, sure. those guys, those guys are at the top. All right. So 98 has two. So it's in the conversation, Joe. Well, we're on the nineties. So I'm just going to go ahead and stick with the nineties. Um, I'm picking this one for it's also a historic event because it was the first one where it was announced that there was a championship match at WrestleMania on the line. It's 1993, Yokozuna. Oh, man. No. No. Oh. Oh. And you know why? Give and it you know me. why? Because it was a shitty rumble? <laughs> because Savage fucking tried to pin him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was It was not a good rumble overall. Like, I honestly, honestly, I skipped through a lot of it. I because it was, I was bored with it. There was a lot of just finger pokes of doom and uh, yeah. just, it, it wasn't entertaining. And then, you know, Yoko came out and I was like, I, I was pretty sure that he already won just from knowing history, but I'd never watched this one before. And I was like, okay, fast forward to the end. I was like, yeah, of course he's going to win. Cause nobody's going to throw even, Yoko. I don't remember who was the final four was, was like crush or somebody in the final four. I couldn't even tell you to be honest. Yeah. I don't know. It was that is yeah. such an irrelevant one to me. So that, that well, anyway, <laughs> it didn't make it. So whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only thing you have to know that Randy Macho Man Savage tried to pin Yokozuna in a Royal. Yeah. Rumble. And he had been in like five Royal Rumbles before that. <laughs> well, so, you know, drugs and stuff. Yeah. What are you going to do? Ooh, hearsay. Yeah. hearsay. 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 I don't know. I don't know that for sure. Um. All right. So I'm going to go to one that again. I, I hate the winner. I especially at the time I hated the winner. But I think again, it for what it ends up leading to is ultra important. I'm going 2012. Ooh, 
all on my own. I don't have that one. So this one's mega important because Seamus won and goes on to beat Debray in eight seconds at WrestleMania, thus launching the yes movement. Like if, if that doesn't happen, the yes movement doesn't happen. Uh, right. No, I, I get your point. I have a major point about this rumble and a reason why I hate it. You have another point. I'll let you make it. Uh, I'll, I'll go, go I'll ahead. run through my notes, but give me your point first. Um, Coming off of 2011, that was a 40-man rumble where uh, – Yeah. Oh, awful. I, the, I'll Spoiler alert. I did not pick that one. Um, Neither did I. But, <laughs> uh, so they kind of – they made it seem like they had a stacked roster that year when really in reality it was just two major fact, uh, factions just taking up the bulk of the match. And most of the guys that came out like, uh, like Tyler Rex and Alex Riley like – fucking cares and then the next year the very next year the year after they use 40 this is how little depth they had in the company at the time i counted eight eight participants in that match were either not on the roster or were just jokes or were legends mick foley ricardo rodriguez karma uh road dog mm. hacksaw jim duggan and all three commentators yeah including my Cole. yeah Heal Michael Cole, yeah. by the way. That to me is yeah. no way. And I remember I was it was actually kind of a surprise. That was that was the day that I realized that um the uh internet meme too many limes was the thing because everybody was singing that at the party I was at. I'm like, what what? I'd never heard of this before. So the you know what I'm talking about, too many limes, lobster. Yeah, head. too many limes, <laughs> too many limes. Yes. He needs to go back to that music. It's so good. <laughs> Uh, well, even even the song outside of that is fantastic. But yeah, Jericho, that was supposed to be Jericho's rumble to win. And maybe had he have won that rumble, I would have looked at it a little bit more fondly. But was, no. Well, also, uh, you mentioned people that weren't really on the roster. Karma. And then literally like the next night or the next week, she retired because she was having she was pregnant. Right. It I was, think this was after she was pregnant. I was think it after? Came, yeah, I think she came back. Okay. I think she had a miscarriage, and this was her moment that she came back. Was she, yeah, okay. she never came back again. Like, but yeah, she her. didn't. I guess point being, she didn't do anything. Like no. she showed yeah. up and had nothing. Like two matches, maybe. Yeah. Well, that's all right because you know back then she would have been in. You know, she would have she would have been pinned by Kelly Kelly in thirty seconds. So. That's true. That's true. So ultimately, I agree with you guys, but I I think that birthing the yes movement was pretty important but uh just a couple notes here uh Miz and Alex Riley number one and two I remember being really high on Riley going back and looking I'm like oof uh big pop for Foley yeah not so much yeah big love for Ricardo Rodriguez I still love this moment Sako versus the, the Cobra great Sako versus the Cobra is great fucking yep. Ezekiel Jackson no thanks uh <laughs> Kofi skin <laughs> Kofi skins the cat. Didn't Great Kali eliminate a bunch of guys in that match too? Yeah, if he did, I didn't. I didn't note because it's no Kali. No Only thanks. Chop, no bump. Yeah. Um, Kofi skins the cat and then walks on his hands across the floor and then all the way to the to ringside. That's a great spot. Uh, Karma Lobsterhead was in at twenty two. Uh, this is pre-face paint Usos. One of those was in it. And this is end of the world as we know it, Jericho. Like right after he came back with those end of the world as we know it promos. So again, like I agree with you, like this was his to win. And that gives us Jericho Punk a lot easier than the route that they went. But anyway, uh, number 30 was Big mm -hmm. Show. 
Final four was Seamus, Jericho, Big Show, and Orton. So that's my 2012 notes. But it is in the trash. All that to say, garbage. But I I do get your point. Like the the birth of the yes movement is is a huge thing. I just yeah. I I, I remember uh, when I started looking at which ones I was off the top of my head I was going to pick, and I saw Seamus winner of that one. I was like, ah, I don't really remember that one. But now that you bring it up, obviously I I might have considered it uh, a little bit more had I actually rewatched that one. Eh, what are you going to do? All right, Randy. What are you going to do? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give you one very similar to like, it's more about what came afterwards and like what this meant in that moment than the winner or the match itself. So I picked 2016 and AJ Styles and it's more than just it's AJ Styles debut. uh, And it's probably the best Royal Rumble debut. However, it's an indie guy that's getting recognized for being an indie guy in wwe mm-hmm. they literally say he came from japan he worked the independence like and he kept his name he kept everything that was great about him in tna everything that was great about him in new japan and they let him be himself and when you look at some of the guys that came after him it's a mixed bag of 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 guy like keith lee yeah, he's kept his name and he's kept his overall personality, but they, they've changed his ring gear, they changed his music, and they've made changes to these people. They've made changes to Shinsuke. He's the one guy that is has out, outworked all that, that's outlived all of that trash of the WWE's uh, creative team not knowing what the fuck to do with him. And it's it was really, it was a change because before that, think of like Daniel Bryan. That's a mm-hmm. really good example. Brian Danielson, but of course we're going to change his name to Daniel Bryan. Other guys that were around the indie scene, uh, Chris Hero never made the roster. Um, you know, it took Rollins to join the Shield to get any recognition. Same, same with Ambrose. Uh, and I'm trying to think like there are other there are other guys that were really popular. On I'll even give you Loki, who was Caval, like popular, popular indie guy, kind of a dick, but you know, <laughs> people thought highly of him in 2011. And they did nothing with him. This was the sign that things were going to change. And look at where AJ Styles' career is now. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Give it to him. He he beat the system. He's the one guy that beat the system. Twenty sixteen is Reigns. I don't have. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't have Triple it. Though. H. Yeah, that Triple H the, wins the other the other match that the title was on the line. Triple H won. Uh, but they kind of kept you going. Ambrose was in the final two instead of Reigns. But of course, they had to take Reigns out of the match, at, like in the middle, yeah, and, boo. and they had what was what was that? Oh yeah, he was he was he was sleeping the whole time in this one. Well, no, they took him out. The I forget the faction's name. It was Sheamus Rusev, League of Nations, and Alberto Del Rio. Oh, the League League of Nations, League of Nations. Yeah, really shitty faction. The, Garbage. And, and I think the the story of that was Owens was supposed to be in that faction, and then he called out sick. And that was the day they made it up. So thankfully, <laughs> he he missed all that shit. Uh, but I mean, Sami Zayn, Sam, Sami Zayn's debut was in that match. Yeah, his Rumble debut. Basically, I think his his match with Cena was the year prior. But uh, he like, got hurt. Yeah, it's a great match, honestly, from front to back. So I, I got, you know, I got no complaints with it. And uh, I, I think the AJ Styles stuff 
especially moving forward five years later, is super, super, super important. I think I think another cool thing that happened in there is because when whenever Triple H comes in, you get all these faceoffs. You get Ambrose in his face. You get Bray Wyatt in yeah. his face, and it's like, oh man, yeah, like I'm I'm into that. And to your point about AJ, like when AJ comes out, like he has faceoffs with the Miz. I remember. I think we may have watched it at Chris's house, Joe, and I was like. I think so. I was like, does anybody else want to see AJ? Dream matches. I was like, does anybody else want to see AJ Styles in The Miz? (laughs) Like, this was Mm -hmm. the start of... AJ Styles and Jericho. I said it on the spot during that, like, AJ Styles and Jericho need to have a match tomorrow. And I think they actually did. Yeah. yeah. I was actually... I was actually legitimately surprised when AJ came out. I had no idea he was Same. he was coming. I was like, they "Holy shit!" Kevin Dunn fucked up those shots, though. That shot of Roman. Eh? What is this? I don't know if AJ like it. Just it made <laughs> it made Roman look dopey. It ruined the moment. Just keep on. When in doubt, just keep the camera. And I'll talk about this later for another one. Just keep the camera on the entrance path and let that develop because obviously what the crowd saw when the thing came up, I am phenomenal. That's the reveal that we should have seen at home too. And we didn't get that. Yeah. Right. Uh, the, that was the start of the Miz's meteoric rise back up. Cause like he had turned into a joke and at the start of that rumble, like ever since then that year, that was a great year for the Miz. So it was, yeah. Cause he had the, the promo, the, uh, the you're the problem uh, promo with with Dan and Brian yep. on uh, talking, talking smack, smack. Yep. and it being the intercontinental he, he really he surprised me too because once he became intercontinental champion you didn't realize how many times he actually held the title mm-hmm. and went on a great run with the belt like yeah. it was it was good and and it kind of I think it kind of ended it kind of all ended whenever he faced Shane McMahon like that was that was the end of the Miz yeah the end of any interest with that but uh he if you would have put him in a world title program around that time yeah i would have bought it for Easily, sure now for he's sure. back to just being kind of 2011 trash again yeah he's just a guy again all right joe just a guy <laughs> well uh so this pick is going to be uh very uh i don't even know how to say it it's going to be very controversial i think oh but i picked i picked this one because uh the guy was over like Rover, like the entire match, the crowd was chanting for him. Like, so you could look at that and be like, oh, well, he's definitely going to win. But knowing his history, you're like, nah, no way they're going to have him win. But when he does win, huge pop, crowd's totally behind him. He goes on, wins at WrestleMania, but then loses it shortly after there. I'm picking 2004 Chris Benoit. Wow. No. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't because... Because of that, Benoit. And, I, I I understand. That's yeah. why I said it was gonna be it was gonna be controversial. It I is. picked this. I picked this because the the way you know again, like I said, he was so over, but yet still an underdog. Like, oh, there's no way they're gonna pick Chris Benoit to win the Royal Rumble. No way. Right. But then yeah, he, he actually he started, does. He started with with Orton in that one, and and yep. like they basically lasted the whole entire time. I think Orton had a feud going on with Foley, and Foley came out it was a big surprise. I remember that. Yeah, that that's actually, that's not a bad match, but it's just, it's Benoit. So that kind of, I, I understand. Yeah. It, I understand. It sours it. It really yeah. does. That That's why I knew going into it. I was, I, I, I couldn't get it off my list because of all those uh, looking just at the 
professional side of, of it, but obviously with everything that happened, I don't condone any of that either. Um, so I understand why it's not on either of y'all's list. Yeah. So I'm going to go here again, going back to the, to the word importance, uh, the 2018 women's rumble being the the first women's rumble super important you, 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 you got 100 percent, and it was fun to. it was a main event they picked the right person to win now what they did with it afterwards that's a different question oscar was absolutely the one who should have won um it was a really good rumble it was a main event you had the after uh with ronda coming out like all of it all together that's mega important and, and impossible to ignore. So we got that one in. Oh, that's yeah, cool. that's unanimous. And I think what's really important with that one was that they were able to bring back all of the women and kind of right the wrongs of the divas era of the 32nd matches and the evening gown matches and the bra and panties matches and have them all come back to participate in this historic event. Jacqueline, Molly Holly, Lita, Trish Stratus, uh, Kelly Kelly, Michelle McCool, Tori Wilson, and that's like just off the top of my head. Yeah. And that was, and even Vicky Guerrero, for God's sake. Yeah. Like all, all of that was a tribute to all of these women that probably aren't getting the recognition in, you know, it just kind of in hindsight because they were kind of seen to just be eye candy. Yep. And it was, it was a thank you for all that they did because they did really pave the way for everything that we've seen today. Absolutely. All right. Well, well said. Yep. Uh, uh, there, there's one other point I, I said about the camera angle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They fucked up Rhonda ca- camera angle too. Yeah. <laughs> like that wouldn't come on. Like that wouldn't was an easy one. Just right, right on the freaking Titan Tron. Rhonda comes out, you see her name, that's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so we got another one in. We're we're halfway there on the automatics. We got two in the conversation. All right, Randy. Haven't I played yet? Um, okay. This one was a surprise and a massive, massive surprise. And not only that, but historic, historic arena, historic building. Uh, you start off the match. It's Michael Buffer announces the match, and it starts out the way that the the previous year ended. Shawn Michael, uh, Undertaker's number one. Shawn Michaels is number two. And to get Michael Buffer doing the "Let's Get Ready to Rumble" in Madison Square Garden, that's a huge moment. So you start off with those two. Obviously, the match goes on. You get Piper. You get Snuka. You get a bunch of random ECW guys kind of mixed in. Tommy Dreamer, and and you know, I think the ECW brand was, was important at the time, or at least pretending to be important. So you had a lot of like Elijah Burks and uh, Oh God, like Chuck Palumbo kind of guys. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to see them and, and kind of where they ended up. Um, but the story here is, is John Cena. Is that John Cena? That John Cena, another big big moment Mm -hmm. and say what you want about the guy and i think he's kind of turned it around in in a lot of people's minds since the the u.s title run in 2015 a lot of people have kind of changed their opinions about him but i he was nowhere close to even being cleared to be clear (laughs) from what we remember he it was supposed to be well after wrestlemania until he was supposed to be cleared so that is the surprise of all surprises. And then immediately when he gets in the ring, they're like, 
let's go see the casino sucks. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. I mean, and also, like, again, the garden, the garden rumbles. There's two garden rumbles. There's that one and there's 2000. They come out from the other entrance. It's like a side entrance yep. almost. And if you watch WrestleMania 20, you can see kind of that opening in there. It's it's right on the hard cam. You can see the opening, but they made the entrance the other way just so it can be normalized. I, that, it must just be a, a weird a weird thing in the arena where they can pack more people in the other side or something like that. But that it, it always it always comes up as unique when you think of of MSG match MSG shows where you see that entrance. Anybody else have that or am I going on it? Yep, I got it. Cool. All right, I'm I'm making a last minute scratch because I didn't, but I watched oh. it and I thought for sure nobody would have it, so I'm making a last minute scratch and putting it in because I watched it. And yeah, I, so what do you I, I put it in exactly for the reason that that you said, Randy. Like nobody nobody expected Cena to show up. All of a sudden, Cena's there. What the f? Like this I don't man. This man is, was before that. Triple H maybe in 2008. Uh, yeah, Triple H maybe uh, it might have been. Yeah, I feel like tr- probably Triple H, Randy. By the perhaps. way, here's, here's here's one for you. Mr. Kennedy eliminated both Shawn Michaels and the Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. well, he was supposed to. That's he was supposed to have a, a, a massive push, right? So, yep. Yeah, yeah. And that was I think after after he was supposed to be up. Mr. McMahon's son. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, either way. All right. So. Right. I put pl- I put it through. It's in. so is that is that unanimous? Yeah, that's in. It's in. It is now. Oh, yep. All right. I dropped one of mine. I want to know what you plucked out of it. I'll tell you. Ninety-seven. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't have it, so that's. And I think. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Joe, you said you I didn't, didn't have it. Yeah, I didn't have ninety-seven. I picked ninety-eight. All right. Said. Joe, ninety-seven has too many of the Mexican wrestlers that were totally random. Triple A, yeah. So yeah, I didn't <laughs> pick that for that. All right, Joe, you're up. Yeah, one second. I just got to uh, move this over real quick and uh, make this final pick. I guess not final pick, but make this pick. Uh, I'm going to go, okay, to the 90s. And, again, I know I was talking shit in the chat saying I wouldn't have anything in the 90s, but um, I think this is a pretty historic if we're talking about Royal Rumble. And it's the beginning, the start of the boyhood dream becoming a reality. And that's 95, HBK entering number one and winning from number one. I didn't pick it. I didn't know. Nope. No, me neither. Oh, yeah. Wow. I know. 38 minute Royal Rumble. Oh man. man. Like nobody notable. Like, I mean, I never, I never said it was a good rumble. No, <laughs> it's I, not, it's no. not, it's not good. But... I know. But Michaels and Bulldog were the two most pot in 95. <laughs> the roster was garbage in 95. Yeah. I mean, from Gosh, 93 to nine, 93 to 95, but awful. that's fine. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and like, yes, it is a historic moment where his feet are dangling, and and you think that Bulldogs won the match, but I, nobody else could have won that. Yeah, not much. even close. Yep. Yeah, it was either is either HBK or British Bulldog. That's that's I, it. Was Luger was in it too, right? Uh, Luger was kind of even if he was, it was already over. Yeah, over to Luger. Luger Luger was definitely in it. I don't remember what number, but. But he was. It was. It's fine. I'm. It, I'm not mad. It didn't happen for Luger the year before the year. It, sh- it technically should have. I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh. All right. I'm. I'm going here. I've been staring at this one, and I'm going with this because number one, I think it was important, and number two, because they they got me. 
I got got. And there's nothing I love more than when, especially WWE, managed manages to somehow get me. I'm going last year's men's, the 2020. I got got, got to. it. And it's, yeah, it's I got, mine. I got got to. Dude. I, re- I really do like that match. It was for so many reasons. So good. Like, the, I mean, the Brock, uh, the Brock fake out. Like, what did he do? Like 11 or 12 straight? And I'm like, yep. yeah, are they really doing this? Something ridiculous like that. And I bought in. I was like, oh, my God, they're doing this. I, oh, yeah, God. He's going he's gonna to destroy after, everybody. After Braun and Keith Lee eliminated each other, essentially. Yeah. Like, they went after each other. I got so mad. I'm like, you two could have fucking, you guys are, both of your, your girth could just, just push him out, essentially. And no, they, they're like, no, you two fight each other instead of taking out Brock, who's obviously the toughest person <laughs> yeah. to eliminate here. But they had huge moments in that, too. The Kofi, the Kofi thing was really big and getting Kofi Mysterio and Big E all facing him at the same time was was really great. Even seeing Nakamura go up against him and, and knowing their history from from Japan. Uh, that was fun. Um, the thing I'll take out of it the most was that literally that week it was, you know, we don't we have people on my podcast come and talk and hang out and the first person that we ever had that was of any relevance was edge and i don't know how i made it happen it all kind of came out of nowhere where i asked him hey would you like to talk about pearl jam and he was like yeah sure i love pearl jam why don't we talk about it and we had this two-hour conversation with him where he was just the best dude ever and he swore to us and we made a bunch of dirt sheets. He swore to us. I, I was never in Pittsburgh. I never did all this stuff. And <laughs> I don't know who's, who's paying attention to this. And, and um, that was another thing I got got on. I believe them. Yeah, me too. I totally believe them. <laughs> me too. <clears throat> I listened to that episode. I was like, yeah. huh. All right. And then he, he showed seems up. so genuine, but he's a yeah. worker. <laughs> he's a worker, man. Yeah. He's, he's a, a worker, worker, baby. He, he's a heel at heart too. So what's that? So what's great is they they start you off with like they they make you hate it because because Brock, and then they then Ricochet stands his ground, and then Drew comes in and it's like, oh God, are they gonna are they sacrificing it's Drew? Legit. But like you, because they actually did right like on television like they were building Drew, uh, all the while on television, and then right Drew eliminates very slowly him. and subtly. Oh, Drew eliminates him. I'm like. We're getting Drew. Like they're they're doing good. They're gonna do the right thing. And then so immediately I'm like, oh my god, we're getting Drew. And then the rest of the match is good. Like you have those edge moments. You have like Edge and Orton facing off, and like just oh, so many fun freaking moments. And then on top of that, you get the right winner. And then on top of that, you do the right thing, and Drew actually goes to WrestleMania and wins. Like all that together. Well, yes. So with that though, because Roman was last with Drew, I was like, "God damn it! Don't you, don't you do it? Yep. Don't you yeah, do yeah, it?" At that I was point, so I, I was so yeah, I was so convinced like they made. If if they were gonna give it to Roman, they they did make Drew like Drew had his moment, but yeah, you have to capitalize off of that, and they did the right thing, and now Drew's a megastar, yep. and like it's it's one of the it's one of the things that they have done right in this era in trying to make a superstar kind of, you know, and the way they built him was they kind of had him face kind of lower end guys and, and 
he was sort of starting to do some funny, you know, start to do some comedy antics and talk like, you know, he was kind of making jokes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, you're right. Came out of nowhere. And uh, now here, here we are today and he's going to face Goldberg. Yeah. Let's not get into that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if he wins, that's how you know, you've made it. You can face, you can face a veteran from the nineties. If he wins, I'm okay with it. Because, like, if there's ever a place for Drew to face Goldberg, it's at the Royal Rumble. So if he wins and retains, I'm sure. okay with it. But if he loses, oh, God, what for? That's that's a conversation for another day. All right, Randy? Yeah. I've got three what left. I have left. I think I got three as well. One. I got, I got three as well. All right. Um, let's get an early 2000s one. I already picked a Stone Cold one. I'm going to pick another. Uh, 2001. And I think this one, to me, maybe it's a little less historic, and and it does have historic value for the reason it being Stone Cold's third victory, and it was really his kind of, his last, almost like his last hurrah at the top of the card. And you can say what you want about the whole invasion stuff, but he he lasted on top of that card for all of uh, 2001. We get the the WrestleMania 17 moment where Vince comes out, they do the, they do, they do the turn, and it's a pretty it's a pretty unbelievable thing. Like you'd never think something like that would happen. Uh, even if you're fantasy booking something, but I, I, I picked it for more than that. I picked it just cause it's probably my favorite roster before, before invasion started when they had some of that talent from ECW, like Raven and some of that uh, WCW talent, like, like the radicals guys, like they're in it. Prom night. And I just remembered that, what's that nothing (laughs) it's a joke for joe (laughs) i thought you said tommy dreamer like dreamer wasn't in it um i think that that beginning where they had the hardcore match during it it's just it's just a defining moment for what that era is if you want to say what was the mid card of the early 2000s like i would just show you that i would just show you that piece of the rumble where Al Snow and Steve Blackman and Perry Saturn and whoever Raven, whoever else were just bringing weapons into the ring and fighting with weapons. Did you know that? that? Did you know that? Did you know that? Did okay. Anyway, well, yeah, no, I don't see where you're going with that. I don't have it, but yeah, me neither. I, I understand totally what you what you're saying. That's definitely uh, early two thousands uh, would would be. Uh, everything you said that that rumble there yeah drew carey too i don't know if that, <laughs> oh yeah and, hey. and the honky talk man <laughs> i'm gonna sing my song i'm the honky talk man everybody want to hear my song uh kane no oh kane that's kane's best rumble yeah i think he eliminated yeah. 11 guys he lasted for like 55 minutes something and he i think he was in the final two <laughs> that's a that's a good rumble for kane and most of the kane big show rumbles are them just coming in the ring and wrecking havoc for and eliminating four or five guys and then being eliminated two minutes later. Yeah. By whoever the, the next hot shot guy is. Yeah, so we, we need to clear out the ring. We need to send in the big show. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm big and slow. All right, Joe, you're up. Uh, okay. Well, let's, uh, I picked this one because it was the, uh, the start of, if we're talking about making stars, this was the start of uh, making two stars that year. Um, also, uh, I enjoyed uh, seeing Daniel Pewter get his ass kicked. And 
Vince tearing both his quads. It's 2005, Batista winning his first one. That's a good That's one. exactly why I took Vince tearing his quads. <laughs> I don't have it, though. But the uh, the finish with uh, Cena and Batista, uh, they both fall out of the ring. It was a pretty damn good spot, too. Batista picks up Cena for the Batista bomb. They both go over the top. Batista almost lands on his head. Um, I think John actually... I think John Cena used his leg, actually, to uh, save Batista from landing on his head. I may be wrong, but the way that it looked, like it looked like John Cena like almost big-booted him to make sure he flipped, continued to flip. But, it was a and, spot. I don't think that, yeah. that finished. That's why Vince came down to the ring. I think I listened to the uh, Something to Wrestle uh, podcast about this, that when Vince came down to the ring, he was, like, angry. He was furious, and that kind of mm-hmm. led him doing that but the refs think about how great a job the refs did kind of choreographing all this because one ref charles robinson goes over to batista holds batista's arm up another ref goes over to cena holds cena's arm up looking this drama they do such a great job of thinking that uh, this is legit the way that they were supposed to end this match but it wasn't on the fly yep not only that ray and eddie started the match too like that's unbelievable Peter got his ass kicked. Uh, Muhammad Hassan was it. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. Let's talk about a, a bad timing. Bad, yeah, right. bad timing. Yeah. That was a good roster, too. Like, there were, like, I think they utilized all of their big talent early. Like, Jericho came out early. Edge came out early. Uh, Booker T was in the mm-hmm. match pretty early. And it was kind of, they did a Raw versus SmackDown thing, which I don't don't necessarily care for. But there were a lot of... There were a lot but of that was... That one worked because that was one of the, like the roster split had just been a new thing. So like the, that was the first time really squaring off like, Oh, we're all raw. We're all SmackDown. I mean, now it's overplayed, but that was yeah. the first, the first time, which was, you know, at the time would be like, Oh shit. You know, that, right. uh, and I think they were doing split pay-per-views too. Yeah. So yeah. You yeah. never get to see, unless it was SummerSlam or WrestleMania, you never get to see the guys like even interact with each other. All right, so you guys, Justin, both, you don't have it though. I don't. It's in the conversation, uh, which we only have three of, and we still only, and we have only one spot left. So, I feel like I want to trot one out that Ooh. is not likely to land because I have one that might. I'm going to put one out here that is probably not going to land. 2017. Uh, I took some notes here. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> uh, because Orton won, um, which was oof. Uh, and it's also the year that they big whiffed on the triple threat that should have been for the Wyatt family. Like that should have happened, Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. when you watch this match, like that should have happened. But here's some of my notes. Big, big Cass and Jericho are one and two. Uh, God, Enzo was so over like it's (laughs) unreal. Um, here's my next note. Why Jack Gallagher have to be a scumbag. Uh, <laughs> he was over at that time too. Right? He was like, That's I when 205 I, Live was important. I wanted to love that guy so much. Um, that ra- ramp length, though, <laughs> like everybody, like all the big dudes, like take take forever. Like the camera cuts, <laughs> unreal. Oh they wouldn't show it on camera. Yep, this was uh, strong pause. Yeah, yeah, the music hits, and then like they cut cut to the entrance and then they go right back to the ring and nothing's happening like it's the corners like what are you guys doing hey i mean when you're in when you're in a freaking god dang stadium plus you know you got a long way to go man. yeah 
Braun Strowman cleans house. Like this is this is kind of like his arrival. Uh, like one of the most beautiful uh, booking decisions. Ty Dillinger at number ten. God, that was beautiful. And then it, like and that, that became one time. Yeah, listen to the fans. Yeah, they're like, okay, we can take the hit on this one. Yeah, and then they didn't do anything with it. Uh, which I mean, clearly he isn't really doing much elsewhere anyway. Um, you Ellsworth, gross. Uh, but the Ellsworth yeah. spot where like he stays outside and then Ambrose comes out and he's like, come on, man, you and me, let's go in. <laughs> and then he tricks Ambrose or uh, Ellsworth into the ring who immediately gets dumped out. Love that. Uh, the <laughs> Kofi spot was him clinging to the ring post. Uh, Cesaro does multiple swings. Uh, Orton was in that at was 23. Fun. Yeah. And then here's Harper in the missed triple threat opportunity. This was probably like the last good use of Goldberg too. Uh, I mean, yeah. it, it was it was fun to have him in a rumble type spot where he's just coming in. He's not going to win. You know, you get the big pop. It's like, oh, cool, Goldberg. I'm with it. And, you know, you get him squaring off with Taker, you know, squaring off with Lesnar. Cool. I'm into that. And then Reigns eliminating Taker and saying, this is my yard now leading to the mini match. That's fun. I like that. And uh, Reigns was in at 30. Your final four here, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt, and Chris Jericho. And man, oh, man. Like, yeah, I'm like any of those, any of them but Roman. Well, I I didn't want Orton either. Give me Bray or give me Jericho. And then neither of them. So I knew that one wasn't going to land, but that's all right. All right, Randy? Yeah, some weird booking decisions that year. All right, I think I have one left. All right. I think that's all because... We did 92, we did 98, we did 01, we did 05, we did 08, we did 15, we did 16, we did 18 women's and 20 men. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I got one left. Same. This was a really difficult one to decide on because I had a couple other up my sleeve that I really like. I really like 2010. I really like 2007. I like the matchup between uh, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker at the end. Um, I also like, I really like the 2018 men's one, even though they did nothing with Nakamura afterwards, like to get at the end, Cena, Reigns, Nakamura, Orton, Mysterio, and Balor, like that's an amazing final six. And they yeah. all got together like veteran versus, uh, versus rookie kind of thing, like amazing stuff. Um, However, I went with one that wasn't as familiar to me because I think from a historical standpoint, it is important. And that's 1989. And, you know, it's it's really not a bad match. It's really not a bad match. You start off the match with Axe versus Smash. And that's pretty cool because Gorilla and uh, Jesse Jesse Ventura, they, they play it up. Oh, Axe and Smash are going to take each other out. They're tag team partners. And, and um I think Andre came out right afterwards. I don't know if this was the last or the only rumble that Andre was in, but like Andre being in the Royal is super important. Being in the rumble is super important. Um, It's also, it's the first one that had 30 and it felt big watching all. And this is one of my favorite things about the older rumbles. They don't do this much anymore, but watching all the guys, you know, in front of the curtain 
uh, and giving their reason, screaming into the camera, you just wait, you just wait to see what the Macho Man, or who, I didn't want to say Macho Man, whoever it is, <laughs> that's not Macho Man, uh, the, the Mountie, uh, see, wait to bring for the Royal Rumble, and he does like the typical screaming, you know, over, overly, uh, overly coked up 80s promo, <laughs> yeah. perfect, um, Macho, not Macho, well, Macho Man and, and Hogan ha- have, kind of uh uh a falling out here this is the beginning to the end of of that storyline where macho is going to turn heels shortly afterwards with the whole elizabeth thing and thinking that hogan's hooking up with elizabeth and then facing each other at wrestlemania 5 and that's a pretty big moment in the history of of their company yeah uh is shit winner like stud does nothing for me as a winner but you get at least ted dibiase he buys the fucking number 30 spot <laughs> how clever is that it's fun yeah what a great booking decision that was for the kind of wrestler and the kind of guy he was who bought everything what a perfect idea uh and some of the names like some yeah you get your outlaw ron basses but you also get your your tully blanchards and your Arn anderson's in there like it's a it's a cool match it actually like it doesn't have a lot of downtime it flows pretty well it um i think after the the savage hogan stuff it kind of falters a little bit and it gets a little boring but for for the most part the way that the camera cuts and it makes you feel like every little interaction in the ring is important at that moment so that's that's why i took it Needed that also that also was the uh, two second elimination of the warlord that's true Just, so that's right that. i don't have it but Me neither I didn't think you guys would. It was between, I wanted to get an early, early one. It was between that and 1990. And the only thing holding up 90 was like, okay, it was a Hogan win and Hogan warrior, but there was really nothing else to it. Yeah. So I took that one. All right, Joe. Fair. Uh, My last one is uh, also returning and uh, Randy already mentioned it, but obviously we know he doesn't have it. So it's Justin, it's up to you. Uh Oh, it's edges return in 2010. Nope. Nope. Oh, well, (laughs) this is a good one. You get the whole CM Punk doing the whole straight edge thing. I think that's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. The uh, honestly, the only reason I can make you greater. (laughs) Isn't the only thing. So like that is, that's going to 26 which is Edge Jericho, which to me was like a huge letdown yeah. considering the guys. It, it, it ended up and being, the story that they had going. Yeah, just a huge letdown to me. All right, so my last two clearly not getting in. Uh, I had nineteen ninety six. I felt felt like I needed one of the one of the Shawn Michaels ones. I won't go into any of the notes. And my other one, which I thought was critically important, uh, twenty nineteen women's. Uh, not as good as the twenty eighteen women's, but. Becky Lynch winning and going on to Becky main Lynch. Yeah. Mania. That's huge. That's massive. So, all right. Yeah. So it's not out or it's not in. Here's the four we got in. 1992, 2018 women's, 2008, and 2020. In the conversation to be the last one, 2006, 1998, or 2005. So do you have an inclination mm. that you're leaning to for one of those? I Yeah. I absolutely do. Now it you have to put an Austin Rumble in. It has to be nineteen ninety eight. 
I can't. Yeah, I have to agree because um, one of the one of, if not the biggest superstar of all time. Yeah, and that's the that's the start of his rise to being the greatest of all time. So, yeah, I, I feel like you got to go with that one. Yeah, I, I can't. Looking at those three, I, I don't think I could argue. So, all right, we got it. What, what were the other two? The the it was two thousand five, and what was the other one? Oh six. Ninety five. So two six. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. So, they all have they all, they're they all their important for, yeah. the, for their own reasons, but yeah, to not have an Austin Rumble, especially when that one was so good, to not have it in the mix of this is uh, is definitely not doing the Rumble any favors. Even though mm-hmm. he hates the real Rumble, it's it's funny. Austin hates the Rumble. Um, all right, does he really? Yeah, he does. That. Well, in in '97, he technically won, but he didn't. Like they had to lead to the right. final because there was a mistake, and so like he gets back in the ring. He wasn't supposed to, he wasn't supposed to get eliminated. Uh, he was supposed to just fake win. Diesel fucked up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucking fake Diesel. God, see that fucking was one of the fake notes. Diesel. <laughs> that was God one, damn it, Kane. That was one of the notes I had on that episode. I was like, or on that Rumble, fake Razor Ramon and fake Diesel are in this. Yes. I mean, not really. Oh, yes, my but. God. <laughs> All right, so here's our five. 1992, 2018, Women's Rumble, 2008, 2020, 1998. And I'm, I can't say I'm necessarily surprised with any of these, to be honest. I had three of them. No. I mean, I think we nailed this. So. Yeah, I think yeah. that was, I think that's a good setup. And uh, let me know, listeners, if, if you guys enjoy this format, um, whether you do or not. I think I'm probably going to be doing it again anyway. Um, I don't know how often, um, but I am going to be doing this again. You should do uh, something for Mania. Probably Mania. Um, and uh, I really kind of want to like start honing in on like wrestler-specific. Again, this was something I've been sitting on. I just... I've been wanting to do the video. Clearly, I can't get off my ass to make the video happen. Might as well do it this way. Uh, audio is just as good. Yeah. So... This this got it going. This is the start. This, this is the start. Just just the beginning. This, right. Just the Let beginning. This just this evolution, beginning. baby. Yeah. Uh. So. The evolution. <laughs> hashtag WrestlePals. This was a weekly dose of dot dot stupid. Uh. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh. We're on all podcast platforms. Rate, comment, subscribe, share. Greatly appreciate it if you told somebody. Use the hashtag hashtag WrestlePals on the Twitter machine at WrestlePalsVA. I'll find you. I'll respond to you. Don't steal my hashtag. There's definitely another pod trying to do that. Don't do that. I've worked Ooh, really hard. Don't on do this. that. I've worked really hard. Don't you eat his hashtag. <laughs> I've been trying to, to, you know, keep this thing afloat for uh, five years now. So don't do that to me. Don't we be could, rude. We could do a cease and desist. I know some attorneys. <laughs> we... Uh, and on that note, though, Joe, like something special is coming down the pike, too. Speaking of mania, uh, me, you and Zach Hilton are going to be doing a oh. thing here soon. <laughs> I can't I can't wait for one through ten to just have to be, be drunk up. to get through those. <laughs> it'll be a fun thing. Uh, so be on the it's gonna, Oh, it'll be um, it, it. Bobby Heenan wrote an ostrich. Yeah, we're, we're going to have yeah, some there's, stuff Yeah, there's the about. highlight. Yeah, we're going to have some stuff to talk about, like a lot of stuff. So, uh, a lot of stuff. Yeah, at uh, patreon.com slash show. Hi, Justin. Love to have you aboard there. The Discord is a great place to come chat wrestling with us. Uh, join the uh, Legion of Stupid Discord. Love to have you there. And uh, with that goddamn hashtag WrestlePals. Mm-hmm.